You've got Fiona and I, and we're on Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Joe. Hey, Fiona. You have a really, such a cool thing today to tell us. So, I woke up this morning, and the first thought in my mind, so it was sort of carried over from a dream, um, and as we've talked before, I do get messages in my in my dreams. And this one that I woke up with this morning was, it got lost in a cabinet of curiosities. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's so dreamy in a sense too, isn't yes. it? The way the dreams are, they, they do get lost in cabinets of, of curiosities. curiosities. And um, I had a dream... Uh, an extensive one, and it came back twice, um, of walking through Kevin Costner's home, his beach home, because he wanted to show me his cabinet of curiosities, all the funny things that he might have in his house that are up on shelves or stuck away somewhere. And I, I wonder what this reoccurring dream about cabinet of curiosities and they, they are, to me, in this waking world, the cabinet of curiosity is, is the mind that holds very curious things, various curious things, events, maybe little memories uh, that, that have a, have a, that are all stand on their own. Because I think a cabinet of curiosities. Each curiosity is not necessarily related to another curiosity. They sort of stand alone, but they're all together in a cabinet. And I think the cabinet is my mind. I find sometimes, I think everybody finds this, that suddenly a memory will come up. And I and it will just be right there in front of you as if you had just almost experienced yes. it or it will pass by and it will be a remembrance. And when I, when that happens to me, I always say, oh, dehyd- dehydrated memories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're kind of rehydrating yeah. for that minute, you know. And so then if they do, I just take a look at them and just say, is there a message in this rehydrated yes. memory? Sometimes it's just like it's just passing through and it's moving on. And sometimes I think it's a message. I think we get a lot of messages from our dreams and our waking dreams or memories yeah. that uh, that are all stuck in this cabin of curiosity. I love the the thought of that, which is like this cabinet with all these curiosities in there. Yeah. That's, that's what I think of my my brain as, I guess. But also my heart, because I hold a lot of uh, precious things in my heart as well. Um, so don't discount... Those oh. moments when you either have a dream and you just get pieces of it, or when you're out and about or at home and you, you have a memory that suddenly comes up to you. Sometimes, and for me anyway, when I have something like that happen, I know that there's someone somewhere reaching out perhaps or experiencing something that, and I, my vibration is connected to theirs on some level. And it might be somebody I knew in childhood, and all of a sudden they, they come through, and that gets put in the cabinet of Cura. Oh, I remember that that driveway, or I remember that. And then th- this has happened to me several times where it's been past lives, but it comes, it keeps coming back. 
Um, as a remembrance, as if it was this life or definitively past lives? I, I feel as if it's been in, it's in this life, but it's definitely. One is back in England at an old time, uh, damp, dark. I was living in a basement. Uh, everything was cold. Uh, so that is not. I've been. I've had basement flats in 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 England, but uh, no, this was something different. And also, I remember being in a a wheat field in the middle of this big farm, and it was a yellow house. And I can describe the house to you. And going up the stairs, and the wall wallpaper that was there, and looking over the banister on the left side. But my bedroom was on by the door on the right side. I could go into great detail about that house. And also somewhere in the 1800s, down in the south, I can smell horses, dirt roads, uh, children playing, raggedy children playing, and those come back to me a lot. And sometimes something whiffs in like I had a dream once where I was driving up a dirt road and there was no way to turn around. And I had my bag. It was my bag for my sacred pipe because I'm a pipe carrier in the Lakota way. And I got to the top of this road, I couldn't turn around, and I tried to get out of the car and the bag fell down the cliff into, uh, it was like a pond of water. And I woke up and I did not know what that meant, but I knew it was significant. And in my way of thinking, it was my Chanupa that was talking to me, that I was going up a road a pathway, a medicine walk perhaps, where I couldn't turn around or get back. But it was going, I had to get my medicine bag back to get back on track. So in a sense it's using your spiritual tools to enable you to exactly. be able to move beyond the crisis or the situation or the experience that you're yeah. having. And it, so it was almost like a, 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 a dream gifted to me by Great Spirit as, as Lakota would say, um, about how to get off this road that no, runs nowhere. Smoke your, take your pipe into the lodge and smoke your pipe. Um, so, and there are so many times when, um, the first time I ever had something like that happen to me was uh, before I even, this is how I got into the spiritual way. Um, I was house-sitting for my mother. My son and I were living in England. We had I was in business at that point. I think I was working at Oxford University and, um, you know, wearing suits and stockings. And, <laughs> and I came for the month of August while my parents went away to house-sit in Los Angeles with, and with my son, who was young. And... Oh, I had the most amazing dreams in that house. And so it was when, I felt it was when spirit was tapping me on the shoulder and I didn't know what it meant. The first time I woke up in the middle of the night and this voice, it, and it was a 
female voice, which shocked me because it was a voice of authority and I'd always experienced a voice of authority as a male voice. But this was a, and she was so loud that I thought the whole world had heard it. And she says, you are controlled by the one who runs Jack Daw experience. Now she only said it once. I had no idea what she meant. And I thought, I will, I, I, I will understand. The next time I heard her voice, you know, I get, I begin to get, and this is in California, I'm at my mother's house again, and I am in a different century. I found the center of the universe, and I was with the cliff dweller, Indians, red, red, I don't know what, whether it was Brazil, South America, Central America, North America, Red Cloth was involved. And I remember saying, but being aware that I'm in this century and thinking, is this, am I invisible to them or are they just, are they just not noticing me? And I began to wake up because I had to go to the bathroom, but everything was covered in, in gray. I, to get to the bathroom, I had to go through this fog. And my body weighed so much, it was so hard to move there because when you're in the other place, your body is a lot lighter. Anyway, messages started coming and telling me to, to do things. Um, I didn't realize for a long time that they were connecting me to other, other realms or spirit or I, I don't have a word for what it is but I'm often told or shown things before they happen um, you know and for a while I was shown things that were very disturbing and I just said to spirit just don't ever show me something I can't do anything about because I, I, I'm not here to be tortured thank you and but it, they do uh, they do show me they give me messages uh, and usually in my dreams, if somebody comes to my little cabinet of curiosity, it means I, I say a prayer for them. I, I wonder how they are. I try and reach out and find out what's going on. And usually it's very relevant. Because we're all so incredibly intuitive, but we don't know it, mm -hmm. most of us. Because we're so stuck in the logical brain. And yours has been open for all these years. And uh, I think that um, for many people, when you get a message like that or when you get a dream, you can say, sometimes I think dreams are just clearing out stuff that yes. we've, that's gotten stuck. It's like sweeping. And sometimes I think dreams and messages come through to guide us and help us. And um, whether, who knows, I mean, you know, some people might not believe in the spirit world, but it, then it's coming through from a higher level of our brain. We know that there are more than 20 dimensions known by science now. So why would we not even have so many more dimensional levels of ourselves? Mm -hmm. So um, when, I think when someone has a message from their cabin of curiosity, just to stop and breathe, and say, how does this feel to me in my body? And if I hold it for a few days, keep taking mm -hmm. it out and hold it, or if you have a friend, you can talk about it, you ultimately will find something that it will be telling you, some guidance that it will be giving you. I think so. It took me a long time 
to work out you are controlled by the one who runs Jack Daw experience. And the first thing I realized, Jack Daw is the British word for crow. Crow or raven or magpie. And so then I realized that was years later that that's part of my medicine. Okay. And what do they do? And what are they known for? And uh, Chatting. <laughs> well, they do. They do. they do. Voices they have. They sit on the trees by us and they have the... There's no other bird, I think, that has yeah. as many vocalizations as the crow does. I love the crows and the magpies and the blue jays. I love them. They're very, very vocal. Uh, we have a lot around us. And uh, usually, so when I was living with my son during the time of the, uh, I was having radiation, uh, the next door neighbor said, why are all these crows here? And I thought, well, they come with me. And of course, traveling, crossing the Sahara Desert with the Tuareg, they were so surprised to find this crow traveling with me at a distance wherever we went. And animals are keepers of, uh, of messages for mm. us or generators of messages for us too. If we stop and we're quiet enough with wild animals, usually sometimes domestic, but most, more so I think wild animals, they will, they, they will give us messages to help us and guide us. And I really think our domestic animals can too, but the problem is we we want them operating at the speed with which we operate in our mind, and their speed of everything is a little slower, so it's harder to hear them. Mm-hmm. Well, I love my I love my world. Uh, I can never feel alone, but I've also had wonderful messages of. So, for example, when my sister died. Um, she had arranged for a friend of hers to give me a massage because she said, you, you, you get this gift from me. So I, she, her friend called and said, come on, you got to come and get the massage. So I was in one of the, the places of grief, you know, and I went and lay down on the massage table and all of a sudden at the end of the massage table where my feet was stood my sister with colorful lights and sparkles all around her and this face smiling and I thought I don't know how you worked that one out but that was amazing and then one guy that I helped in his transition uh, I was with him when he passed into the next um, this, this discovered later that he and I shared the same birthday So on my birthday, at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm woken up by this extraordinary light, and there he is standing at the end of my bed. And I love that. I love that, that uh, we are connected. And we never lose the people we love Mm -hmm. or the the animals we love, because, or even for us, the trees we love, Mm -hmm. because uh, everything is interconnected and everything's apart. may not be in this dimension, but it it is somewhere else. The energy is still flowing somewhere. And you know, I just want to go back to that that dusty road that led to nowhere and my tanupa, my medicine bag in the water. The water often symbolizes the emotions. So when my Chanupa, my medicine bag, went into the emotions. It was go into the heart, which is the sweat lodge. Go into the heart and pray. Get off this path. 
So Jill is also really great at interpreting dreams. If you go to Earth Tribe Radio, you can uh, you can have a session with her where she can work with you in your dreams as well. I'd be happy to. So we have uh, so many times that we're getting messages that we think it, we brush them aside or we think it's not uh, it's not anything or it's just silly or it's not a bad deal to keep a journal of the dreams so that you can look back at them at the end of the week and say well what could this be without fussing or troubling yourself mm-hmm. what could this mean and we can get some pretty amazing messages through waking dreams or you know when we're here and suddenly we get a memory that comes through it or means something it all it's, yes, it it's, does. it's traveling through our, our vibrational system uh, connected to another vibrational system and with and I feel today with the world in such an upheaval and so many people in in fear and desperation if we can keep these channels open we can always send love back through these channels yes that's such a lovely thing and and whenever someone comes into your mind like a friend or just stop and maybe make sure you call them or send them love Mm -hmm. because it's amazing how often we find that we think of somebody and they call and Mm -hmm. it happens to everybody Uh, yeah but but we're a bit more conscious because Mm -hmm. we're we're used to accepting that part of us so uh and sometimes a person's face will just come up in our face in our mind we know that they're reaching out or they're thinking about us and and then you know to call or just to send them love is such a wonderful gift I think so. That's what we can do during this time of difficulty everywhere in the world. So think about messages that you're getting. And think, know that you are getting messages, even if you don't know that you're check, getting messages. Yeah, and check out your cabinet of curiosities. What's, let's see what pops up. What's come up today. And okay. again, I, I think it's not a bad thing to keep a journal of what's in your cabinet of curiosities. If you can't work it out yourself, and sometimes it's not even about working out, it's just about holding it. And also sometimes, like, you are controlled by the one who runs Jackdaw Experience. Who was I going to say, well, what does that mean? And all of a sudden it was, I had, I had a knowing that I would know what that meant, but now wasn't the time. But it was like spirit had tapped me on the shoulder and said, We're, we begin work now. So that's where your whole spiritual journey, I mean, it's, we're yeah. all on spiritual and in journey that all room, the time. In that room where I was, and in, was the room where years later my sister died. Um, you know, and the dreams that I've had, it's just amazing how how things are connected in ways we don't even know yes mm. and uh, you know an interesting thing is I think science and uh, particularly um, uh, the physicists the higher level of the physicists and they're finding all sorts of connections that we kind of knew about on the on the more deeper spiritual levels and they're finding coming to the same point from science as well. It's all connected. Everything's connected. Yeah. Well, we have been looking at the cabin of curiosities (laughs) and this is messages, 
from our dreams. Yes, and from from different places, from people, mm -hmm. places, uh, things that have gone on before that they could be a message for us now. And yeah, and it comes in our dreams because we're that's when we're quiet. So Sometimes we're receptive. Sometimes just pop into, oh, yeah. into conscious mind when we're driving. or yep. when we're, But usually you're right. It's when we're doing something that doesn't require talking. Mm -hmm. This is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Your home on planet Earth. <laughs>